When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today, we're going to once again be discussing plot holes from the Harry Potter movies. Why did Harry lie to Hedwig? And what mysterious Horcrux should have been destroyed? We'll answer those questions and more when we take a look at some big and small plot holes from the Chamber of Secrets film. 8. You don't need glasses with Polyjuice Polyjuice Potion is one of those classic concoctions that seems to open itself up to a ton of tiny plot holes. And when we look at how the magical potion was used in the Chamber of Secrets, this trend continues. At one point, Harry and Ron chug down a draft of Polyjuice and transform into copies of Crab and Goyle but there's a small inconsistency with the whole scene. When Harry transforms, he forgets to take off his glasses, which doesn't really make sense. Since it's been long established that eyesight is one of the traits that transforms after you consume Polyjuice Potion, then Harry should have immediately noticed that he didn't need his glasses. Unless, Malfoy's lackeys also suffered from poor vision and simply never wore glasses because they were too vain and didn't want to be teased by Draco. 7. Harry lied to Hedwig Long before Harry had any inkling that a basilisk lived in the dungeons of Hogwarts, he was busy, suffering through the summer months amongst the muggles. At one point, while sitting alongside Hedwig, the owl seemed to make a gesture towards Harry, almost as if she was asking to be released from her cage, so she could enjoy a quick flight. But Harry didn't open the small door to her cage. Instead, he simply stated to Hedwig that he wasn't allowed to use magic outside of Hogwarts. But if you think about it, why would Harry need to use magic in order to open her cage? All he needed was a tiny key, which was clearly visible. Either Harry lied because he didn't want to deal with taking his pet for a flight, or something else was afoot. 6. How did Nearly Headless Nick recover? Whenever a poor, helpless victim stared into the eyes of a basilisk, they were sure to die, that's what made the massive serpent such a terrifying beast. But during Harry's second year at Hogwarts, the students and creatures who were struck by the basilisk's gaze were lucky to avoid it directly. They simply saw the dark snake's eyes through a reflection, which spared them from death. Instead, these victims were petrified and stuck in a suspended state. But besides these fortunate living beings, there was one undead spirit who met the basilisk's eyes, Straight on, nearly headless Nick. Since Nick was already dead, the basilisk's gaze wasn't able to push him further away from the living world. Instead, it seemed to petrify him as well. Now, those among the living who saw the basilisk's gaze had a long, difficult road to recovery. They managed to be cured through the meticulous witchcraft of Madame Pomfrey in Hogwarts Hospital Wing. But those elixirs and remedies must not have had much of an effect on ghosts, so how did Nick manage to recover from the attack of one of the deadliest dark creatures in the entire wizarding world? 
I'm surprised it had any effect on him in the first place. 5. Why did Dobby want to save Harry? Dobby's courage and the stoutness of house elves were among the most endearing parts of the Chamber of Secrets. But have you ever wondered why Dobby went through such great lengths to save Harry? Because if you think of all the ways that a house elf might expend their energy, helping a random second year Hogwarts student isn't one of the best ways. Although Dobby probably heard of Harry Potter when he was eavesdropping on Draco's conversations with his mother, what would have made Dobby so obsessed with the boy who lived? And how could Dobby have known that Harry was going to be the target of the creature within the Chamber of Secrets? Even though the Malfoys thought very little of house elves, and Dobby in particular, Lucius was a somewhat discreet wizard. He's not the type to openly discuss a secret plot, like the one that saw him surreptitiously slip Tom Riddle's diary into Ginny Weasley's things. How Dobby knew about the chamber and why Dobby decided to save Harry are two issues that don't clearly have answers. Of course, there are a few different explanations that might partially fill this plot hole. Dobby obviously knew that the Death Eaters and their leader were even worse than normal wizards when it came to the care of house elves. And if Lord Voldemort successfully overthrew the Ministry of Magic, then Dobby's life would be far worse off. Perhaps that was enough for Dobby to become obsessed with Harry and try to save him. 4. Gilderoy Lockhart doesn't make any sense. As much as I love Gilderoy Lockhart, his very existence seems to undermine the intelligence of the rest of the wizarding community. Harry, Ron, and Hermione pretty easily determined that Lockhart was a fraudster. And I know, I know, these three Hogwarts students aren't exactly run-of-the-mill wizards and witches. Together, they've achieved greater heights than many adult magic users in the wizarding world. But still, it's strange that these children exposed Lockhart quicker than anyone else. And to make no mistake, by the start of Harry Potter's second school year, Gilderoy Lockhart's act as the most courageous wizard in Britain was still untarnished. After all, besides Albus Dumbledore, few wizards even suspected that Lockhart's achievements weren't his own. And even Dumbledore's perspective on the matter wasn't fully explained until J.K. Rowling penned a separate piece explaining why the wise old wizard would have wasted his students' time with such a worthless professor. Sure, some like Severus Snape had their doubts, but it's pretty strange that the rest of the Hogwarts faculty didn't see right through Lockhart and immediately request his dismissal from the school. Perhaps they kept their mouths shut out of respect for Dumbledore. 3. Basilisk, Venom, and Harry's Horcrux In the depths of Hogwarts, while fending off the Basilisk in the Chamber of Secrets, Harry struggled to keep the serpent at bay, and in the end, when he struck a killing blow on the snake, Harry himself received a mortal wound. One of the dark creature's fangs pierced Harry's skin and injected him with the infamous Basilisk Venom. From that moment, only a few minutes would pass until Harry met certain death. Of course, Vorks, the phoenix who fought by Albus Dumbledore's side time and time again, intervened. His tears healed Harry's wounds before the venom brought him to the other side. But that opens up a few questions. As we know, Basilisk Venom is one of the only materials capable of destroying Horcruxes. In fact, when Harry, Ron, and Hermione scour the British countryside during the events of the Deathly Hallows, it's almost exclusively Basilisk Venom and the Venom powers passed on to Gryffindor's sword that they use. So, shouldn't the Venom have killed the bit of Voldemort's soul that had latched onto Harry? 
Eventually, J.K. Rowling was forced to answer this question, but that answer only seemed to justify the Horcrux's continued existence on a technicality. If you're interested in a full explanation, I've done a video on it. 2. Broken Wands Should Work, But Ron's Doesn't Throughout the Chamber of Secrets, Ron Weasley stoically faces life at Hogwarts with a broken wand. Unfortunately for the youngest Weasley boy, his wand had been all but destroyed during his flight to Hogwarts at the beginning of the semester. Now, Ron could have easily asked his parents for a new one from Ollivander's shop, but that would have run the risk of a scolding, and Ron was already too traumatized to receive yet another howler in the Great Hall in front of all of his peers. So Ron simply suffered, enduring failure after failure as he struggled to fulfill the most basic spells. But Ron's experience with a broken wand doesn't really compare well to others. Hagrid famously used a broken wand after it was first shattered when he was expelled from Hogwarts decades prior. Yes, it was encased in an umbrella, but it was still broken. Even though the half-giant suffered a few hiccups during spell casting, he was still able to achieve his desired results, more or less. So that makes you wonder, why was Ron's wand so bad? Is this just a simple pothole, or was Ron's wand constructed of inferior equipment? Or more likely, was Ron's own inexperience the reason why his broken wand performed so poorly? If he had been a more experienced wizard, would he have cast better spells, despite the sad state of his wand? 1. The Basilisk's Size By the end of the Chamber of Secrets, the voices that Harry Potter hears within the walls were explained. It was a basilisk, and its voice didn't come from the walls, but from the nooks, crannies, and pipes that laid beyond it. But if you know anything about indoor plumbing, then you'd realize that pipes are really, really small. Oftentimes, even commercial grade plumbing is only a few inches in diameter. Relatively normal, non-exotic snakes have been known to get stuck in commercial plumbing, and it's required expensive plumbers to yank them out. So how could a basilisk, which was larger than many of the wingless dragons that populated Hungary, fit in such tiny spaces? Well, the simple answer is that it couldn't. Even underground pipes might not have fit the massive beast. So how was it able to navigate around Hogwarts and pop up where students, and cats, least expected it? As a fantastical realm, even the sewage system within Hogwarts was gigantic, and dare I say, majestic. There were certainly places that a basilisk could have fit, but the bathroom pipes don't seem like one. And there you have it, 8 plot holes from the Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets film. What do you think? Which of these plot holes could you explain away, and which are just too clunky to solve? Let me know in the comments below, and if you have any favorite plot holes of your own, make sure you share those as well. Until next time, remember, it does not do to dwell on dreams, and forget to live.